up, friends, and welcome to the Ringer Golf Podcast, Fairway Rollin'. I am your starter, Joe House. Throughout the golf season, our PGA Tour correspondents on the ground, Nathan Hubbard and myself, are bringing you all of the very best takes having to do with the world of golf. That is Fairway Rollin', which you can find on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Welcome to the Tuesday edition of the Ringer NFL Show. Jason Goff, Ryan Shazier, James Jones. My man Ryan Shazier came in hot. He he looked like he just did some road work. You know what I mean? He looked like he about to get in the ring for 10, 10 rounds at least. So let's go ahead and kick it off, man. Hey man, this man, this man mad disrespectful, man. This man, Tom Brady, mad disrespectful. This man had the big he had the biggest take of the of the game, and he ain't even fucking play last night. What do you what do you say? This man said. Playing defense is like a dog chasing a car. There it is. <laughs> this man is mad disrespectful. He talking about, oh, I went in their meetings. He's like, oh, I can definitely tell why these dudes play defense. Like, bro, bro, you just soft. You don't want to get, you don't want to hit nobody. That's what it really is. That man is soft with it. Like, come on, bro. There's too many great players out here to just say people out here just chasing tails, bro. So you're saying like, the smartest side of the football isn't on the offensive side? I'm not saying that, bro. I'm saying it's, it's definitely smart guys on both ends of the game. Yeah, I'm you know just what I'm saying? With you. I, you know, but like, I, <laughs> but like people try to make like quarterbacks are just so superior when it comes to calling plays, and it's not like that. Like, it's defensive dudes. It's defensive dudes that do the same thing. When Luke Kuechly had the defense running, they they was one of the best defense. What would he say again, Ron? That man said playing defense <laughs> is like a dog chasing, chasing a car. <laughs> Man, just go, just go tackle the man with the ball. That's that's how they plays drew up. Like, come on, bro. Come on, bro. So, so what? What is a receiver job? Go, just go run around and catch catch, catch the ball. Well, put the mic down for this one. Well, number one, here we uh, go. I'm on your side, Ryan, and the reason right, why I, I appreciate it, I just, I just wanted to know because you told me to repeat it, so I thought you was on his side. No, so I no, no. Hey. I'm, I'm on your side because I've, I've had this conversation with plenty of my teammates. Defenders, you know what I'm saying? Besides receivers, defenders is the best athletes on the field, man. Yeah. Very you know nice. what I'm saying? <laughs> I threw the receivers nice. in there just because I play receiver. But no, like for real, like we always talked about just like, bruh, y'all don't know the play. 
If y'all playing man-to-man coverage on somebody, y'all don't know what he's doing. And y'all strictly going off of instincts, what you see, what the person gives you. You know what I mean? It's just a natural ability. Like the defensive position, playing defense is much harder than playing offense. You know what I'm saying? Offense, they able, okay, tell you what to do. You know what I'm saying? You go out there and run your route. You know what I mean? Or you go out there, this is your first read, this is your second read, this is what you're going to do. You know what I'm saying? Defense, man, it's truly off of instinct. It's truly off of really raw, natural ability. So for him to just go out there and say, y'all chasing dogs and all that, that is that is disrespectful. That, that's mad that, disrespectful. That's mad disrespectful because that's like, bro, though, right? like, like, we put, bro, like we put much – we put a lot of time into this on the Bruh, defensive side hey, of the ball. I got, you know I, got, what I'm I got it right here. I got it right here. I know yeah, Isaiah gonna play. It it in, I know Isaiah gonna play it in the in the. Uh, in, but look, I'm gonna <laughs> play it right here for y'all to hear. Have you ever been to some of those defensive meeting rooms? I mean, you wonder why they play defense, and after about two minutes, you go, "Yep, they can never be an offensive player." So, you know, defense is like it's kind of like a, a, a sure. you know a dog a dog chasing a car. You know, just get the guy with the ball. Hey, bro, bro. So, so, ba- Come so, on, bro. so, so that might be a little worse, Ryan. Basically, bro, he said yeah. y'all on the defensive side of the ball, y'all dumb, bro. That's what <laughs> I. Said. As soon as, as, soon as Ryan said it, that's what I said. What I he said. Said. <laughs> Not basically. Bro, hey, he said, and he said, and he said, Khalil Mack, Aaron Donald, Ray, Jalen Ramsey, Jalen Ramsey. They y'all dumb, bro. Y'all just get to do with the ball, bro. <laughs> Bro, that's what he just said, bro. Bro, that's then, hey, bro, now then that, he tried to slide through that bro. like, y'all had a few good defensive players on my team and this and no, that. No, but no, then, bro, man. like, think about it. Like you said, it's all of reaction. Like, I'm going backwards trying to see what you're doing and still understanding that you're running a dead concept behind me or a mesh around in front of me. You know, like, I, and then also I know every move you about to make. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, I did. I know it's a lot of dudes that ain't doing all the extra. but. Right. It's a lot of dudes that's out there doing the extra. It's a lot of dudes out there putting the work in, like Tom Brady putting the work in on the defensive side. Bro. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like that's mad disrespectful. Forget bro. about all the work put in. Forget about all that. <laughs> Forget about all that. That is mad disrespectful. Like these dudes is premier athletes, the greatest athletes in the world on the defensive side of the ball. Like you got dudes over here coming down here tackling Adrian Peterson, who's running full speed at you on the offensive ball side of the ball. Yeah. And he could put any moves on you. Dalvin Cook, Reggie Bush, Alvin, whatever these running backs you want to say. You got dudes like Randy Moss who could jump, run, all this type stuff. Jerry Rice and all. And you got to go out here and guard them. That's why the best athletes in the world, bro, is on the defensive side of the ball. You talk Deion Sanders. You talk Ed Reed. You talk yeah. Ray Lou. You talk all. Like, these are great athletes, man. You talking about. People chasing dogs, man. These dudes is phenomenal yeah, yeah, athletes. He's crazy. Like this man, and I'm, a, off, and I'm an offensive player, but the dudes yeah. on the defensive side of the ball, bro, they skill level, man, and talent level Unmatched. is better than the dudes on the offensive side of the ball. Period. And yeah, it's great offensive player. It's probably some offensive players that could have played defense, but that right there, I'm telling you, as a defender on your team, if I hear that, I'm like, Tom, hold on, explain this to me, bro. Sit right here. He going to point to your finger and be like, how you like that ring, fam? Hey, you you good with that? Yeah, I'm the reason you got this goddamn ring. You tripping. I don't care hey, nothing about no ring, Tom. 1,500 yards in the game. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, hey if, if I'm Jason Pierre-Paul, Dominican Sue, uh, Levante Day, hey, bro, hey, we got the training table. Hey, sit right come, here, bro. Come on, that. <laughs> Hey, so hey, wait, hey, so hey, I, I sit, I sit in here watching 
hours of filming. And, and you say I'm out here just chasing and chasing cars, chasing cars. But, but on, not man. only that, it's just the disrespect of my athletic ability too, oh, bro. Lord. Like, are you kidding me? Like, I'm diagnosing all this stuff, and I don't even know y'all plays. See? You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, you cr- like Tom really sit here, bro. I know some people go out there and go on these shows and they say stuff that they don't really mean. Talk to me, bro. Say, well, <laughs> is that what you really mean? <laughs> You know, yeah. because this, if it table, is, huh? bro, if it is, I done lost a little respect bro, for you too. If that's bro, how you feel man, about defenders, man. This man went. This man went to Florida and lost all respect for everybody, bro. <laughs> I love the After fact he that played, he blaming it on the state. By the way, I love nah, that, bro. Part. I love Florida, dog. But look, like he really got Florida in him now, bro. Like, hey, hey that man. No. Hey, look. After after he playing people, he he uh. He, he oh, after he played y'all, what, what did he do? What did he do, Jason? After he played y'all? Oh man! So this is what he did. Uh, he his his social media team is outstanding, right? But he has some saying this. He thanks everybody after a win. He never he never puts it on himself. Sometimes Gronk is in the video with him, but for this video, a thirty eight to three drubbing of my Chicago Bears. This man. You hear him talk, and then you hear it in the background, and it's like a it's the it's it's the national anthem here in the city of Chicago. And I'm like, wait a minute, is he? No, he didn't. And then all of a sudden, Chief Keith Love Sosa drop, and you're like, oh, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm on, like, oh, disrespectful. Yeah. Why don't you just hey. come into my crib and you know smack Look, my dog yeah. and eat my food while you're at it? Like hey, Tom, like, Tom said, I left New England. Anybody could get it, bro. But <laughs> I'm still stuck on this, bro. He really just disrespected defensive bro. players like that, man. Bro, I, bro, I, that's, bro, that's, bro, that's the nature. That's the nature of being in Florida, bro. I, I was mad disrespectful <laughs> before I went to Ohio State, bro. Listen it calmed us. down, bro. It calmed down, bro. This man even finessed the fan, bro. He finessed the hey, fan. Can we can this? we talk about that before we get into the game games? By bro, the way, he, he let's talk about the fan, this, bro. No, nah, the fan the fan allowed himself to get finessed. And if you don't know what we're talking on, about, the six hundred. Did he say somebody on the telecast too? The six hundred touchdown <laughs> in his NFL career. Uh, Michael Evans caught it. Mike went into the stands. They you know they do they give balls to the fans in Tampa a lot, right? So he goes into the because Leonard Fournette gave his jersey and a ball to a fan after the game, like. They, they they help out the fans. They do what they're supposed to do. Michael Evans, not knowing that it was his 600th, walks up to a fan who had this wild Tampa Bay Buccaneers like sun hat on. He had the jersey, obviously a big fan. He gives the ball to him. And then Michael Evans finds out when he gets on to, back to the, to, to the, to the uh, bench that he just gave away a historic touchdown ball. So now they got to go talk to the fan. And apparently, now correct me if I'm wrong, AR, Isaiah, whatever the case may be, this man got a $1,000 gift card to the store, the the, the, the stadium store, and I believe uh, signed jersey or two signed jerseys, if I'm not mistaken now. He got two signed jerseys, a helmet, Mike Evans helmet, I mean signed jersey, $1,000 from the team's store. (laughs) And and and, so, and two two season tickets, right? <laughs> last night, last night, uh, Tom Brady's like, oh, I'm gonna get him, a, give him a Bitcoin. Also, Bitcoin right now is at like sixty three thousand. That's a lot of bread. But yeah. then, then he also said, yeah, the fan lost all his leverage when he gave back the ball. Dude, like, bro, that like like, bro. First of all, you're not about to finesse me. I'm taking that ball at all. Hey, hey, like, oh, we need this ball back, sir. Like, why you need this ball back? Oh, because that's a 600 ball. Has anybody ever 
Stone for 600 touchdowns before? No. Okay. I'm keeping this motherfucker. And if you don't want to keep it, right? If you don't want to keep it, it's, yeah, it's stick up time without the, the ski mask. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Super Bowl tickets, everything. <laughs> Super Bowl tickets. I need, I need my mortgage paid. You tripping. <laughs> Hey, right when they said this is the 600 ball, I'm going to say, all right, look, I'm going to go home, regroup. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> you, you got, hey, James, you got to go meet with your team? Hey, meet with my team. Let's regroup. Hey, what we coming in with? Hey, 500,000 oh, a meal. What hey, we coming in man, with? This man hey. and his wife together is a beat. I need yeah. my mortgage paid. Hey. My mortgage is a meal uh, right now. I need hey. my flat. mortgage paid. But hey. it's crazy, though, that hey. they don't like, they don't say nothing to you like before the game because the same thing happened to me. We play in the Falcons, and I'm frustrated. I done had a couple frustrating weeks, and Aaron throw me a ball, and I go 70. And as I'm running, I'm like, man, I'm going to cock back and throw this thing in the stance as hard as I can, man. <laughs> Get your frustration out, man, right? <laughs> I scored. I cocked back. I fired that thing to the upper deck in Atlanta, man. The old state, the old, the old, the old Mercedes Benz dome. That's what it was called. I right, fired right. it up there. The I Georgia back, dome. Yeah, the Georgia. The Georgia I come dome. back in. The, I come back in the in the on the sideline, and Aaron looking at me. He like, bruh, what you doing? And I'm like, what you mean? What I'm doing? I just went seventy, bro. We. <laughs> We you know, he, was, he was like, nah, bro, that was my 100 touchdown, man. Oh, man. And I said, well, who was going to tell us before the game that the next <laughs> the next touchdown you throw was 100? Now, whose job now, is that? The equipment manager or like I don't who? know whose job it is, man. Hey, Coach, bro, equipment manager, hey, whoever. It's, but Aaron's job. It's Aaron's job before. Hey, I don't know. I know we're going to score this game, and I'm nobody <laughs> going to throw a touchdown. Any one of these touchdowns, don't get his motherfucker away. That's all you got to say, bro. That's all you got to say. The fan going to talk about, oh, Tom Brady earned the ball, not me. <laughs> Unlike Tom, I, uh, I, like I said, I fired that thing up there, so we wasn't able to see who caught it. So we wasn't able to get Aaron's 100 back. You know hey, the boys! The boys coming in hot today. I, I appreciate hey, it. See, bro. people need to piss Ryan off more often out here. This is the hey, Tuesday man. edition of the Ringer NFL Show. Jason Goff, Ryan Shazier, and James Jones. We'll be joining you every Tuesday for the entire NFL season. Uh, let's get right to it. Outside of Ryan's frustrations that got us off to a great start here, <laughs> the Chiefs done. Oh man, no, no. Yes. for this year, the Chiefs yes. done. Hey, to be yeah. honest with you, man, like. I'm a believer Ooh. in Pat. I'm, no, no, I'm a believer in Pat. But I watch this defense. And Ryan, I ain't saying they chasing dogs, Ryan, but they doing they something. Dogs and, they chasing dogs in Kansas City. You tripping. Hey. Oh, they chasing, they, they ain't chasing cars. They chasing Yo. cats. I don't know what the hell they doing over there. But they ain't playing Yo. no goddamn defense. Hey, so today. Tom Brady right about the Chiefs defense. About the Chiefs defense. I don't know what the hell they doing over there. It's bad. The only person, the only person playing football over there is Tyron Matthew. Hey, and, bro, and, like, and, uh, I watched that, and, and to be honest, it's, it's crazy because as, as I was watching the game, I'm like, man, these boys here is sorry. And then I go to Twitter. <laughs> I go to Twitter, and I'm like, dang, why they can't stop? And some dude put on Twitter that this is the highest paid defensive line in the National Football League. And I'm like, who and where? <laughs> Frank Clark, Chris Jones. Hey, no, I like, I, I'm not trying to, like, hey, Frank Clark might not be playing for much longer, bro. That boy just got in trouble again, bro. Like, he, yeah, he stay in it. Yeah, so, it's tough out yeah. here, man. So and, they, and, that, that, that D line gonna be a lot cheaper. I'm just letting y'all know that. And, and, and the other thing, Patrick Mahomes, like, there's some 
the stuff that, that was cool and, and cute, that stuff that he got away with, like the margin for error is so slim because of that defense now that it's 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 weird to watch it, right? It's kind of like when yeah. Steph Curry right. you know, a couple years ago or last year when everybody was hurt and Steph was still doing his thing. You're like, yeah. Steph is still Steph, but he got to be super Steph for the Golden State Warriors to win while Clay and everybody was down. Patrick Mahomes don't look the same either out there. Bro, all I'm trying to tell y'all, Right now, bro, the Chiefs look the total opposite of the Steelers. Yeah. The Steelers' defense mm-hmm. is like that, and our offense is ah, yeah. And it's the total same thing for the Chiefs. But the thing is, with the Chiefs, it's bad when your defense bad though. It's you bad can't. when your defense bad, dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad when you your defense bad. No matter what you bad, do out bro. there. And then the thing is, like you said, bro, like when 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 you when you have a good team, man, you can. You can run around the pocket, throw the ball all type of ways. Everybody got no all the confidence. <laughs> all the confidence. When you when you line up and you know these other dudes is bum, buns against you, bro, don't don't try that versus me. I'm about to pick this off. Don't play that. But not that. only like, that, though. That's how they feeling like, right now. Like, we talking about the defense. The offense ain't scored a touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. That's what and I'm saying. Talk, you can't try and, all that stuff. And, people and we talking about a Tennessee defense who was in the middle of the pack. You know what I'm saying? It ain't like they a top 10 defense. This Tennessee defense is the middle of the pack. The problem is, is Patrick Mahomes is trying to score a touchdown every Every. play. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not going to happen. People people go the whole offseason studying your film on how to stop you. You know what I mean? Kansas, the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers gave everybody the blueprint on how to stop you. And that's rush foe get some pressure, drop seven, take away that explosive play, force Patrick Mahomes to to drop this thing down and check this thing down to the back or throw these short passes. And Pat Mahomes, he'll throw the short passes two times and they'll get a good game. And then he'll come back looking for that bomb, looking for that shot. And not only that, he's pressing. He knows that he has to make a play because his defense ain't going to stop nobody. And he's pressing. He's trying to throw this football into places that the football ain't supposed to be thrown into. And now he's turning the football over. They got to get this stuff fixed, man. He got to understand that it's okay to check this thing down to the running backs. It's okay to get a little hot pass out here to Tyreek Hill and, and, and Travis Kelsey and let them do something. I don't have to take the shot play every time. But they offense look terrible. And they they near look worse than they defense on Sunday. Let me ask y'all this. Is that is that why, because being here in Chicago for years, watched Lovey Smith, right? Lovey Smith did, ran his cover two defense that obviously, you know, you're not going to have the exotic blitz schemes and all this other stuff, but you're going to wait for a quarterback to get greedy. And yeah. is that was is that what's happening with Patrick Mahomes? Like he can't he can't uh, take the cheese every single time. He, his 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 ego and his talent forces him to say, I, "I got a shot here." Is that what's happening with you, him? You have to be you have to be patient, man. Like, bro, patient. Like, like when they say patience is a virtue, man. <laughs> some people, bro, yeah. it's hard to be patient at quarterback. Like Tom Brady, he cool with throwing five yard, five yard, five yard. Tom, bro, Pat Mahomes' whole career has been like. I'm going over over top of your head, yep. like the whole his whole career, and everybody like, nah, bro, you ain't doing that no more, like no more. And now it's like he has to figure out how to make a play because his O line not better, nah. And and his defense is giving up points, so now he feel like, man, it's on me. And when somebody when somebody out there playing like it's all on them, bro, that's a recipe for disaster, man. I, I'm not. This might be this might be a bold statement, but did did uh. 
Did Mahomes finesse us in these first few years? Nah, don't do that. Nah. <laughs> don't, don't, don't do that, Rod. Rod coming out hot, James. What's don't happening? Play, don't play, don't play. Yeah, I, I, don't, I ain't on it. I ain't on the side on that one. No, I ain't on the side. That man called him a Houdini. Unanimous MVP. He like, hey, man, did we get hoodwinked? I truly just feel exactly what we saying, man. He He's trying to force stuff. He's not taking, like, what the defense gives. Like, the, the short passing game is really an ex, just an extension of the run game. You know what I'm saying? They don't have a run game. So oh. it's, it's crucial that you get these short passes out because if you start going down the field with all these short passes and letting your dudes break tackles and make plays, if they want to keep playing that cover two and they want to keep an extra guy back, then we're going to keep dumping this thing down, man, until y'all give us one high. Once mm. y'all give us one high coverage, then we're going to go back to the Chiefs that we were and we're going to take our shots. But they taking shots with cover two safeties in the back. Man, you're not finna get too many explosive gains with two safeties back there. You know what I'm saying? So they got to figure it out. They ain't got no run game. Hopefully Clyde Edwards-Alaire come back and help them soon. I'm not ready to write them off yet, Jay, strictly because of the unanimous MVP of Patrick <laughs> Mahomes. I just feel like eventually – Is he, he enough gonna- to cover up for that Dito, James? So he's Steph Curry out there. That's what you're saying. Yeah, I'm saying that. that I just feel like, he is. like, I feel is, like is it he enough? Is the, I feel like he is the Steph Curry of football, but was Steph Curry enough for the Warriors? Yes. When, when, Clay, the when, when Clay and them boys was down. Well, what I'm saying is he, he, got, a, he got stats, but did they get to where they was trying to go? No. They no. got to the playoffs. They got to the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Well, they got to the play-in. and the, Yeah, yeah lost they got to the, to the play-in game. You know what right. I'm saying? But I feel like Pat is good enough to get them to the playoffs. But once they get to the playoffs, I feel like they're going to be an early exit strictly because of that defense. But, yes, I do think they will get to the playoffs of Pat. I think they're going to find themselves find ways to get in there. They go, they're still a solid football team, man. They go, they're going to get in the playoffs. Now, when they get in there, What's going they got to play, you know, Buffalo because they're going to be a low seed or something. You know, maybe see the Titans again, you know, and then that's when you're going to run into some problems. These men's out here allowing 30 points a game, bro. There's no yeah. way. But offenses aren't even pitting up 30 points a game. Like, there's no way they're going to go to the playoffs, bro. If they give me, You giving up 30 points a game to everybody? Well, how like, do you remedy this in the middle of the season, Ryan, when you can't make any kind of transaction? Well, obviously the trade deadline is coming up, but how do you remedy this in midseason when your defense is this bad? Do you scheme it up? Like, what what, you, what execution you, like your coaching, you- Like, obviously you have to go back and look at the film, all right? Look, what's been, what have we been getting beat on recently and then figure out ways to stop just that? You know, like sometimes people get beat on big plays or they, they DBs get beat or whatever. All right, if our DBs getting beat, sit in cover two. You know, if we running too much, man, let's go in zone. If we blitzing too much, let's let's go in zone. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's you have to you have to do you have to change up what you're doing. I don't think like, they have the skill set on the defensive side right. of the ball, Ryan. Because no, but I understand, no, I understand that too. But but the thing is, it's but also you might not have the skill set. But this is where coaching come in too, because sometimes coach. Coaching can coaching can keep a game close. One hundred percent. But Lovey keep Smith, a game close. Lovey Smith was able to play cover two, and yeah. the only reason why I know is because he he beat us up with that cover two plenty <laughs> of times. You know what I'm saying? The reason why he was able to play cover two because he had dogs up front. Yeah, I was about to say he had dogs <laughs> like Tommy Harris. Yeah. And then boys but, that but people Frank don't, Clark, don't even nice. remember. He had nice. Lance Briggs. He had Erlacher. He had dogs yeah. up there that could stop the run with the front seven, and you able to play coverage. 
Bro, they had 27 people in the box. <laughs> and Derrick Henry still get 10 yards a pop. But Derrick Henry do that on everybody. I know, but I'm just saying, like, man, like, y'all, this is they the can't assignment. stop the run with their front seven right now, which means that they're going to have to bring that extra dude in the box, and that's why you see Josh Allen. That's why you see uh, Ryan Tannehill having a field day on their DB. Now, are, are, this is another thing that they can do. They can also show, like, they got to, like, like show blitz or show a different coverage, like hold a coverage a little bit better, and then it's going to trick the quarterbacks. You know what I'm saying? But like, I, hear, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying, hey, Ryan. Saying. And I, Ryan, and I seen you play a lot too, bro. You know what I'm saying? And when you was in there at that middle linebacker, Pittsburgh was able to disguise and all that because of your speed to get sideline to sideline and get to the middle of the field and play that cover too and be able to get under these zones, be able to match dudes and play man to man. They don't have none of that. They <laughs> got Swanson, Willie Gay. They got who? Willie Gay. Swanson. No, no, no. Willie What's Gay the other name pick? that you said? Swanson. They Swanson is out here. That man they is. Tyron Matthews is <laughs> the only one that can do I was about it. To you say. need more than one person on defense that can do it, bro. Swanson is steady in the trail Kristen technique. Jones. <laughs> they got Chris, Chris, oh, they Chris got Jones is a good player. They need Chris help. Jones is a good player. They need help. They, the only, it's a talent thing, right? The it's only a way thing. that this defense is going to be better is if this offense does its job, and that's jumping but James, out. this is all I'm saying. How is every offense you play against better than your defense? Every offense? Bruh. It's some if, offenses in the league that ain't that good offense, right now, bro. If your offense is not putting up points to make these other offenses one-dimensional, then the Kansas City Chiefs defense ain't going to stop nobody if they got to play the run and the pass. Like, if Patrick Mahomes and them come out here and they jump up on Team 17-0 and they just allow Chris Jones and, and Frank Clark to pin their ears back and go rush the quarterback yeah, and allow, yeah, and allow those DBs to drop back in zone coverage, cover three, whatever, and play, then the defense will be all right. But if you got to – if it's 7-7, 10-10, in the fourth quarter, it's going to be tough on that defense, man. You know what yeah, I mean? Because they're going to they gonna have to cover everything, and they're not built like that. they built to play with a lead. And right well, now, they ain't, been, they ain't been playing with leads. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm personal price plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Going for your first ever run around the park. Literally running errands all over town. Running for the finish line and your personal best. If you run, you're a runner. Find the shoes and clothes to run your way at newbalance.com slash running. New Balance. Run your way. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore a seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. 
Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. All right, let's move on to uh, a team that my man Ryan Shazier is very, actually, a couple of teams that Ryan Shazier is very familiar with. That Bengals Ravens game. Uh, the, it's a big win. Don't get me wrong. It's a huge win for the Cincinnati Bengals. We're going to talk about that game and then get to the bigger picture for the Bengals. But it's funny to me, every time we talk about Lamar Jackson, it's like the heroic effort of Lamar Jackson and they ain't got no running backs and this, that, and the other. And, you know, he's he's doing it pretty much on his own on the offensive side of the football, even though Hollywood Brown and Mark Andrews are good players, guys are stepping up. Devontae Freeman has actually found the fountain of youth, even though he ain't that old. Like running backs obviously get put through the mill. But that kind of loss isn't as alarming for me for the Ravens as it is uh, a stepping stone for the Bengals. Like, can it can it be just another game for the Ravens and a big game for the Bengals? Or how are you guys digesting that 41 to 17 that the Bengals put on the Ravens? Because, I mean, Jamar Chase right now is unguardable. Joe Burrow playing with a lot of confidence. And they got a couple of backs who could pound you out. And that defense is sneaky underrated. So I, I think this is a step for the, for the Bengals. I'm not as worried about the Ravens because the Ravens, this is why Lamar Jackson has to throw for 300 and, and run for 80 because that team, they're, they're deficient in a lot of areas because of injury and, you know, some other things. So what do y'all think of the Bengals and Ravens game and, and the big picture for the Bengals going forward? I literally just said this last week about the Ravens. Basically, if somebody jump up on them, it get fishy. You know, so basically the Ravens are exactly what I said they are. Like, they're, they're a great team. They got a great defense. They got a great quarterback run game, but if somebody jump on them, it's a lot harder for them to really navigate the waters, especially versus a good team. You know, um, to me, I think this is a really a stepping stone for the Bengals because they've been a stepping stone for everybody else, literally. Like, everybody else in the division worked their way through to the Bengals, you know, and I feel like this is a stepping stone for them. But the thing that really surprises me, and not surprises me, but, like, it's really – Crazy for me to say this as a Steeler fan, but it's it's exciting to watch them because mm -hmm. the thing about the Bengals, unlike most teams in the NFL, they can line up and look at your defense and be like, all right, y'all got a bad rush defense. We about to run the hell out the ball. Then they'll come back, oh, y'all got a bad pass defense. We about to pass the hell out the ball. Because like they, they really have one of the teams that is truly balanced and can really do whatever they want on the field. And I think that's going to make it, it's a really dangerous combination for them. And I think it's going to be a, a good, like, if they keep playing like this, they got some high hopes this season. The Cincinnati Bengals is problems. Yeah. <laughs> they they yeah. are problems. And the reason why I say that is because it's not even about JoJo Burrow, Jamar Chase. This young defense is balling. They're balling. You know what I mean? And I picked the Ravens, and I picked the Ravens big because I'm sitting over here. Like, when I say Cincinnati Bengals, I'm still thinking the same old Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> Where you patch your stats again and, mm -hmm. and against. And it's not. This Bengals team is for real, man. This defense is problems. Like, if you really want to keep it a buck, they could possibly be undefeated. Like, yeah, if they, they don't miss the kicks, kicks against the Packers, that's another win. You know yeah. what I'm saying? These are good football teams that they have chances to win these games or they dominate. Like, we've seen the Chiefs come off of of smacking the Chargers, who everybody said the Chargers could be the best team in the National Football League. The Baltimore Ravens beat them up. Then they come in here, and the Cincinnati Bengals come in in they, in they stadium. 
and give them everything they want, man. Cincinnati's problem. They could play defense. They getting takeaways. They stopping people. And JoJo Burrow, Jamar Chase, JoJo Mixon is toting the rock. Like, hey, JoJo like, been toting the rock, though. He been yeah, toting the rock, No though. doubt hey, about right, it. I, right, I'm not saying this is his first yeah, he year like, toting the rock. He might be one of the most undervalued I'm just running backs saying, in the like, league. He's, he's, he's one of those backs that can do it all. Like, he, he's yeah. a Dalvin Cook type back. Could run it, could catch it, all that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, like this team, when you really look at them and look how they playing and how they playing defense, you don't want to see Cincinnati in the playoffs. No. You know, you don't you don't want to see Cincinnati in the playoffs. They yeah. they got it going right now. Like that was that was that was in dominating fashion, and it looked like that's what they were supposed to do. Right. You they know felt what I'm at home about yeah. it, right? <laughs> like it ain't even no like rah rah or none of that coming out of there. Like they like, hey, what? Hey, ain't no need to be this surprised. This is what yeah. we want. This and what, Joe this was is, talking this is crazy us. in the post game yeah, yeah. When, when Jamar got up and he's like, I thought I, I thought all he did was drop balls. Like when you start to when you start to get that in your system, right? It's like that um that yeah, substance okay. that substantive style, you. right? It's not just style over substance. It's like we we know why we stylish because Jamar Chase, y'all, like. I got him on my fantasy team. I'm very happy about that. But we all remember what the preseason was. Like, Cincinnati fans are like, hey, did we just draft a bus? Because wide receivers is hit and miss in terms of, like, top, you know, upper echelon, first round wide receivers. Like, you go back, like, I'm not even going to mention it for the Bears because it's, <laughs> you know, shout out to Kevin White and David Terrell and all them boys. Like, you you go from one game to another game. And, James, you can speak to this, but Jamar Chase is – that that dude is running past people. He is high pointing the ball. Uh, it seems like he's got you know most of the routes in the route tree down. It's 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 a beautiful thing to watch, and that's why Joe Burrow was adamant about. Hey, I know Penay Sewell is a dude, dude that that looks good on the left tackle, be my guy for ten years, but go get me somebody who can go get it. By the way, I played football with this guy. I trust him. They went out and trusted their quarterback, and they drafted what presumably is going to be the rookie of the year on the offensive side and the sure fire pro bowler no you're absolutely right man and, and i know everybody was on him because he like damn man this pro football ain't got no white lines on it it's hard to see everybody <laughs> like the boy can't catch and this and that you know what i'm saying and a lot of people like me was sitting over here like man they talking about preseason really they talking about practice you talking about practice <laughs> <laughs> Talking about practice, man. The games ain't even here yet, man. Y'all already said the boy can't catch. And then the boy come out here, he catching them one hand, two hand, on the ground, scooping them up. I mean, mm -hmm. breaking three, four tackle. But we all knew that he could run routes. We all knew he was explosive off the line of scrimmage. We all it's knew he could release man. off the line of scrimmage. Yeah. He's strong. He tough. But for me, it's just the chemistry with him and JoJo Burrow so early in the National Football League. And college is one thing. When you a better athlete in college, it, it really don't matter who you play. Like, you ain't got to have, like, the chemistry chemistry. But these dudes, man, they out here, I mean, and they got chemistry chemistry. You know what I mean? Like, they I, – I thought him and Marlon Humphreys was going to be a great matchup. This boy had 163 yards on Marlon Humphreys. Marlon Humphreys one of the top corners in the league. He's right. one of the best cornerbacks in the league. You know what I'm saying? And not only that, for me, it shows the confidence from JoJo Burrow to Jamar Chase because a lot of a lot of quarterbacks would be like, "Wait, I'm gonna go over here." Like Humphrey, Humphrey following you, Ramsey, like we talked about last week, Ramsey following you, uh, Revis following. I'm gonna go on this side. He said, "Nah, my dude is like that." <laughs> yeah. Humphreys, you better come on. You know what I'm saying? And and he went to work over there. But the Cincinnati Bengals is problem. Obviously, Jamar Chase, he just getting started. He easily the rookie of the year if he stopped playing today. 
He, right. he rookie of the year. I don't care what any of these quarterbacks do. Anybody, this boy is offensive rookie of the year. The Cincinnati Bengals is problems. And Jamar Chase and JoJo, man, both JoJo's. JoJo Mixon and JoJo Burrow got it going over there. <laughs> Ryan, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this because we've talked a lot about these two teams and both of them actually are sitting at the one seeds in the AFC and the NFC. We just mentioned the Bengals. You've been talking a lot about the Arizona Cardinals and Kyler Murray this entire season. So which team do you believe in more, the Bengals or the Arizona Cardinals? Ooh, that's a tough question. Yeah, that's a, yeah. That's a tough question. Two, two uh, young quarterbacks, right? Three years ago, both these teams were in the cellar. That's why they were able yeah. to draft Joe Burrow and Kyler Murray, both number one overall. Both got really good defenses. Arizona's got some veterans on that defense. And and of course you got DeAndre Hopkins and Jamar Chase to compliment both receive uh, both quarterbacks I should say. So right now, if you are a betting man, who who you say is more real, the Cincinnati Bengals or the Arizona Cardinals? Oh man, it's gonna be tough for me to say this, but I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to go with Cincinnati. Is that right? And and the reason I'm gonna have to go with Cincinnati is because. At the beginning of the season, everybody thought Cincinnati was going to be all right. Everybody was like, Cincinnati going to be a good team, but they still try to figure things out. But nobody thought Cincinnati was going to be bad. You know, everybody's like, Cincinnati going to be decent. But their defense is playing way better than everybody expected. And with their defense playing at the level that they're playing at right now, and to me, I feel Cincinnati's offense has more weapons than the, the Cardinals' offense. And with them having more weapons, and I feel like they can control Ooh. how they want the pace That's of the game to be right a lot better than Arizona can. Is, is that strictly with the running game? You mean? Because if they want to run it, I feel like they can run it. And then when when it comes to – they have a both of them have a trifecta of receivers. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, And I'm not, I'm not going against that. And they both got, you know, good tight ends. You know, but I just right now I would have to I would have to rock with the Bengals because I just I just feel like man they they battle tested they've been playing some good teams and and they've been they've been they've been winning with fashion you know but 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 Arizona is good that'll be a great game Cardinals Bengals which one you believe in more James man listen listen number one the Cardinals gonna lose Thursday you know what I mean oh. so it's, it's gonna be a little different talk to who. I'm gonna, Come on, man. Come on, man. To the Green Bay Packers, man. Hey, wow, man. <laughs> to the Green Bay Packers, bro. <laughs> them six and one, them six and one Packers coming into town, man. They about to get them boys their first L. You know what I'm saying? But no, hey, the Cardinals, I believe more in the Cardinals. And the reason why I say that is because Kyler Murray and the defense. Like JJ Watt. You get Chandler Jones coming back. We've seen what Chandler Jones does. He just wrecked the party every single game when he's in there. So you got J.J. Watt. You got Chandler Jones coming back. But just the element of Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray is special, man. Special, special. You know what I'm saying? Like, he is like a faster Aaron Rodgers and Pat Mm. Mahomes. And what what I mean by that is... He's not Lamar Jackson. He When he gets out the pocket, it's not like I'm out of here, I'm running, everybody come up and tackle. When this boy gets outside the pocket, he could throw the ball just like Aaron Rodgers and Pat Mahomes. You know what I'm saying? And he's extending plays, and that's where the, that's where the Cardinals is getting a lot of their explosive plays. Like, 
whether he gets outside the pocket and he picks up 20 with his legs or whether he gets outside the pocket and he's throwing this thing 50 yards down the field to A.J. Green, DeAndre Hopkins, Christian Kirk. Now they got Zach Hurts. You see him getting the mix. But yeah. this Cardinals team, the reason why I like them is because they could win 10-7 or they could win 50-51. to You know what I mean? Like, if you need them to put up 50, they could put up 50. If you need their defense to buckle down and hold the team and, and, and hold them to 10, they could do that. You know what I mean? So they, they could win all in all fashions, man. And I, I just like them. And I feel like they pass rushing them able to get after the quarterback is a little better right now than the Cincinnati Bengals. And, and I just like them. But Kyler Murray, for me, is uh, I think he's the equalizer, man. And, and that's why they 7-0 and right now, man. So in, in the pre-production meeting uh, yesterday, Ryan and Ryan was coming in hot yesterday too. Let us think about it, Ryan. He uh, he, he mentioned something that he wanted to get to, uh, and it's is about a team that I've grown up with and watched and have suffered with uh, for decades now. It's about that time. Uh, yeah, um, Ryan feels the way that I feel, but Ryan actually played NFL football, so I'm gonna let him go ahead and say it. But uh, what's happening with Justin Fields and Matt Nagy from your perspective, Ryan? Hey, James, I'm paying a, a public service announcement out right now. Matt Nagy needs to be fired. He needs to be out of there. Man, he doesn't do anything to protect that, that quarterback. I feel like you want to see this man suffer. They don't do any good play calls when it comes to just trying to help the offense evolve. He just want to do what he want to do. And... You can't win like that. You have to win with the players you got. And I don't feel like he was happy with the player he got and he want to run it the way he want to run it. And that's not a way to have a good coaching staff. I feel like he needs to be out of there. He hasn't proved anything in the last three years to be there, you know. So, and then you can't have dudes walking off the street blocking one-on-one versus all-pro talent. Like, come on, bro. Then you have a rookie quarterback out there. So, to me... I feel like this man should have been fired last year, but I was going to look at it and see how he was going to rock with Justin. And it's like he's destroying this man's career. So I feel like I'm calling it. And uh, if I need to put a petition out in Chicago, I'll drive up there and pit one. This dude need to be fired. Man. Is that is that is that what you saw, Ryan, from the from from a defender's point of view? Like, you know, you Lacavius Lacavius Simmons was out there on an island. That's the seventh, I believe, a seventh round pick. Your your fourth right tackle. He's out there on an island against Ndamukong Su, Jason Pierre Paul, and Shaq Barrett. Um, and and by the way, uh, we 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 hope for the best for Matt Nagy, who tested positive for COVID yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I hope I hope the best yeah, for himself. Yeah, now. We, yeah, no but, doubt. But, your, but it's but a dereliction of duty. What's going on job wise? Yeah, but for your job, you need to be a part of there. Hey, no. Nah, but the thing is, like on defense, when you see somebody, I'm not, and I'm not trying to call this dude a duck because everybody in the NFL is good. You know, I feel like only guys that play in the NFL can call dudes in the NFL sorry. I feel like random people can't call players <laughs> sorry because you can't even do half the stuff some of these guys can do. You right. know, so I'm not about to call nobody sorry. But if you see somebody that you know that you're significantly better than, you just tell everybody like, hey, yo, we can expose this dude and go after him. Obviously, if we can see that on the defensive side, you can see it on the offensive side. And the coaches aren't doing nothing on the offensive side for the Bears to consistently have protection around this young quarterback, around this O-line to help 
them succeed. He wants to run the style of offense he wants to run. It worked for you. A lot of empty sets. <laughs> it worked for empty sets ain't gonna work. Obviously, we understand the worst part of Tampa Bay is their DBs. So when it comes to their DBs, block up front and then let your receivers expose their DBs. Don't go out there and try to have your line hold up and then you out here got your quarterback running for his life. Like, he got sacked in one second yesterday. Yep. James, one second. Like, that's like, yeah. come on, bro. 1.3 seconds. 1.3 seconds to be exact, bro. That's nobody blocking, bro. Yeah. So how do, how do you how do you how do you remedy that as an offensive player, James? Do you extend the line of scrimmage? Because by the way, this is the, this is the thing that really pissed off a lot of people here locally. You know, the fact that they didn't know that Alex Bar- they benched Lacavia Simmons uh, in midway through the first quarter. The fact because uh, Elijah Wilkinson tested positive for COVID. There's an outbreak at the at, at, with the Bears right now. The, Elijah Wilkinson tested positive for COVID. That was your backup backup. Now he goes down, you put in Lacavia Simmons, and this is a kid who is, you know, he's, he's swimming in his head. He got, you know, maybe the game plan ain't for him. Whatever the case may be, they put in Alex Bars, a, a tackle that people have been clamoring for here in the city after uh, the, the first, the, the starting right tackle went down. So you find out halfway through a game that we should have done this. It's like, you don't extend the line. You don't put a. You know, you're not chipping. You're not helping a whole lot. It, it seems to me, from a, a casual uh, perspective and, and an observant, this dude wants his system to be the star. And since Justin Fields is the person that everybody wanted, then here, Justin, here's here's the entire playbook. Here's the system. I'm gonna show you guys that this was the wrong call. Andy Dalton should have been in here or Nick Foles should have been in here. That's what it feels like to me. I could be wrong, but how do you help a line that is uh, having trouble, especially with one-on-ones against all pro and pro bowl talent? Well, number one, I'm going to start off by saying he should be fired um, and, and touch on what Ryan said, because the reason he should be fired is because this football team has a lot of talent. We're not talking about the Jacksonville Jaguars. We 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 not we not talk we not talking about them. I mean, you look around this roster, man. It is talent on this roster. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I know Montgomery been out, but you got a good back at Montgomery when he was healthy. You got an excellent receiver in Allen Robinson. You got a very good young promising receiver in Mooney. You know what I mean? You got Jimmy Graham who could who could still do a little something. Then you go on the they defense side running of running back, nice. Then you hmm. then you go yeah. on the defense you go on the defensive side of the ball and there's Pro Bowlers and all pros everywhere. You got Big Hicks in there. You got Khalil Mack. You got Robert Quinn. You got my man in, in the back end playing safety. You know, really both of them. You know what I mean? Gibson and and uh, Jackson. So I mean, it's a lot of talent on this roster, and you guys are getting blown out like that. You know what I'm saying? Like they got blown out. You know what I'm saying? And you have a you have a solid football team and a good roster to where you should not be getting blown out like that. And then when you start looking at the coaching, when you say, okay, you got a young, phenomenal quarterback, you know what I mean, who could really do everything. Justin Fields could get out of the pocket, make the throws. He could stand in the pocket and make the throws. You know what I'm saying? And you still have not found ways to protect him. That is coaching. You know what I'm saying? I don't care how explosive you want to be on the offense. I don't care if you got to send two wide receivers in route concepts. Make sure the boy is protected. I don't care if you got to go two tight ends, Ryan, Jason. I don't care what you got to do. I don't care if you got to keep the backs in, chip, protect. 
but make sure the boy is protected to get the throw out, throw the ball away, get out of the pocket, make some plays. Do what you got to do. If When you have your quarterback getting sacked in 1.3 seconds, that ain't no like him messing the play up and saying and, and putting the protection over there. That's people ain't blocking. That's you in the wrong schemes, man. Hey, because that's, that's that's part of the narrative that's, yeah. that's getting ready to happen here too. By the because way, because it's that not Justin like Fields that's the first time up. it's happened. You know what I mean? Boomer, Justin Boomer Fields Sison been... had said that on the broadcast that he doesn't read defenses well. I'm like, wait a minute, dog. Like that ain't it. And he probably don't read them like Tom Brady. You know what I'm saying? But, but the boy Ricky, but that's on the coach. That's on the yes, coaching staff too. Exactly. And and you don't have rookies in front of him. Like Olin Krutz has talked about this here locally. Olin Krutz played for 10, 12 years as the Bear Center. If if I had a quarterback that was around me that didn't know what was going on, then you have to be responsible for the checks on the line. And helping them out. Yeah, yeah you gotta pick you gotta pick up for him. So yeah, this is this has been a sore spot this entire season for me. And then watching it and how it's unfolding. Justin is tough too. So, you know, the the shots that he's taking, I don't think a lot of guys could take. And he's just popping up and and it, he I'm this and this is why I like the kid, James and Ryan. That man, the quickest I have ever seen, and I've been I've been covering stuff in this city since I was 20 years old. So it's 20 years now. The quickest I have ever seen a Bears player. 40? Yeah, I'm 40 years old. All right, man, you look good, man. All right, all right. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> the, the quickest I've ever seen a dude go to the podium. He still had his pads on. Like, he's eye black still on, no shower probably. Like, it, it was a sign of leadership to me that he was like, yeah, in a 38-3 to blowout, let's go talk to them now. Right. And and I, I, I fear that this season is going to damage this kid uh, no. beyond repair. I do, though, James. No. This dude is taking some massive shots, so James. It, it ain't, my thing, it ain't going to damage him because his next coach that come in here is going to be one of them hires to where he's our quarterback and you're building around him and you're making sure he's successful. Period. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, Matt Nagy ain't taking that that serious right now. You know what I mean? Because Matt Nagy, like you said, could be saying, I've been telling everybody I want Andy Dalton. And the organization could be saying, we're going with the young fella. We don't know what's going on in there. But the next coach that gets this job is going to get this job saying, you're going to get Justin Fields right. Whatever scheme you coming in here with, it better fit Justin Fields. You know what I'm yes. saying? Because I this is so. our quarterback. So yeah. I think when he gets that and he gets that fresh start and 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 he's that dude and the offense is built around him and they get some more playmakers around him, then yes, this Bears offense this Bears offense will take off. But the next coach is coming in taking this job. And the main reason he's taking the job anyways is because he's saying, I believe in Justin Fields. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because you're not just a coach saying, oh, man, I done seen Justin Fields. He's terrible. I'm not going to be the next Matt Nagy fired. You know what I'm saying? So you're taking this job believing in Justin Fields, and you're going to make sure that Justin Fields succeeds. So that's going to be the difference. I don't know what Matt Nagy's doing right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, to be honest with you, I know quarterbacks and head coaches sit down in meetings every single week, and they go over things they like things they don't like, things they could get better. Is he listening to Justin Fields? Because obviously like he, he just ain't. saying, this is what we doing. Honestly. Obviously, exactly. Obviously, he ain't listening to the young fella and, yeah. and saying, hey, man, I want to run some, uh, some a little bit more boots or something. Or, you know, hey, 
put Allen Robinson on the outside, man, drop back pass. Can we go a little two tight ends? You know, I could get Jimmy Graham involved, you know, slow the pass. I don't know. But he ain't even listening to him. But the next coach that gets this job is, is strictly going to be the project of making sure Justin Fields succeeds. I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to lie. Justin probably came into this season already thinking Matt Nagy was going to get fired. Uh, I, I'm not going to lie. And the reason I say that is because when you Justin is very calm and collected. But, like, your rookie year, and then just any playing in the NFL is all about building confidence. When you got all the confidence in the world, you feel like you can do anything. Every football player feel like they Superman. But when you build that confidence, you feel like you Superman, a bunch of a, a bunch of superheroes that ain't you. You ain't Dane Superman. You know what I'm saying? And 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 basically, Justin was supposed to build his confidence up. Right now, his confidence is getting torn down. You know what I'm saying? And to me, I feel like he basically gonna be like, F this season. I'm gonna just thug it out, do what I gotta do to finish the season out, and then we, let's scrap it up for next year. Because then they like when you see somebody obviously not not trying to protect you, you're not about to, Justin gonna do his best to, for his job, but right. like, you're not about to tr try to protect him either. You know, I'm not gonna vouch for you. One thing I do like about this Bears team though, and I think that it's really gonna help Justin Fields, is he has a lot of leaders on there though. Like yeah. guys that have played a lot of football. I was, me and Khalil Mack was on the same football team when we was 0-10 in the Raiders. You know what I'm saying? And that was Khalil's rookie year. And he looking like a deer in the head, like, what is, like, bro. And, and he had myself there. He was there. used to he it had, at Buffalo. He had myself there. He had Charles Woodson there. But he had leaders. You know what I'm saying? That could be like, bro, hey, don't trip. Like, it's going to be better days. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, 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 hey Ry. Hey, Ry. Hey, he 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 showed out his show out game in Buffalo that last <laughs> season. Ohio State. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what happened though? They, you know what happened though? They lost about thirty points too. I know hey, they it did, don't but, it don't but he got busy. <laughs> he got busy. But right. I think that's all about I think winning. That's right? the good thing, though. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I think I think oh, that's man. the good thing. You have I the Khalil Max. You have the you have the big Hickses in there. You got you got Robert Quinn. You got a lot of leaders in there that could be like, young fella, you're going to be all right. I appreciate y'all making me feel better about a dreadful situation. I have a, I have a question. I have a question for both of y'all, though. So yeah. after this season, Matt Nagy fired. Allen Robinson, a free agent. I don't even know about agent. that, to be honest with you. No, Matt Nagy fired. Matt fired. Nagy gone. Matt Nagy gone. Matt so Nagy, if, hey, Allen Robinson, a free agent. Bro, if they you, bring you Matt back Nagy no? back of, of, what, of how they looking right now and he's supposed to be an offensive mind, that's the thing. He's not a defensive mind. He's an offensive mind head coach. He called Blaze with two games for the, the and Kansas City Chiefs. And your offense look like this. He got a job. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So this McCaskies, is it. The McCaskies, you know, they 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 zig when they zag sometimes, man. I Listen, I've seen it. If like, it bro, keeps going gone, like bro. this, man. He's gone, bro. Is he married to their family member or something? Because <laughs> no, he got to no, be out of there. Right, no, he got to no. be out of there. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree, but we'll see. I, I, I don't think the odds are as as uh, uh, stacked as I, as I think they should the be. He have another loss like that. He might not finish the season. They ain't firing him in season. They've okay. never done that. Lose, lose thirty eight to two again. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey no, nah, but Jason, Jason, if if, if you Allen Robinson, Matt Nagy fired. You you coming back or you leaving? I mean, if I'm Allen Robinson, I got to figure out like. You know, well, it's the, all about the money. It's yeah. all about the Benjamins. Yeah. Hey, hey and, right now, your and, Benjamins ain't looking good. 
And the relationship between Darnell Mooney and Justin Fields is obviously better than it is between he and Allen Robinson. He and Allen Robinson, if you look at the quarterback rating uh, from from that quarterback to that receiver, that like there's been a bunch of picks. There's been a you know there's been a couple of uh, of scramble drills that they weren't on the same page. So whatever's happening, Justin Fields has linked up with. Cole Komet and Darnell Mooney in a different way than he has Allen Robinson, even though Allen Robinson is the veteran and the better That's receiver. because Allen Robinson is in the slot getting double teamed, and he's the most dominant when he's on the outside. That's what I'm saying. This offensive-minded coach, you got one of the best receivers in the league in the uh-huh. slot getting banged by linebacker, safety help over the top when he was on the outside last year. And and uh, what's my man's name? Uh, Nick Foles was throwing him the ball. He's throwing it up on the outside. And Allen Robinson going up making all these plays, man. Like, you got this boy in the slot. Put the boy outside. I, I, don't, I don't understand it, man. These people. I ain't saying he's stupid, but he's stupid. He's stupid. <laughs> I he's stupid. There, and, and there's no better way to end the pod than right there. Uh, man, see this boy. I don't know what happened to y'all this morning, but yeah, I, I like Tom it. Brady. Tom Brady. <laughs> hey, Tom Ryan Brady Sh- said y'all chasing dogs, bro. Hey man, that's tough out here. Ryan Shazier, <laughs> James Jones. Uh, good times as always, man. Next up on the Ringer NFL show is Kevin Clark talking about the undefeated Cardinals the same way we did. Next week, we'll be back on Wednesday. Kevin Nor and Steven Ruiz will be with you next Tuesday reacting to the trade deadline. You can also check out the full go with me, Jason Goff, every Sunday, Tuesday, and Thursday night on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. want to say thank you to our production assistant, Isaiah Blakely, for productions on this episode with additional production supervision from Arjuna Ramgopal. For my man, James Jones, Ryan Shazier. I'm Jason Goff. Thank you so much. And always remember, take care of each other and be safe out there.